Hello guys and welcome back to my podcast. My name is George Sarabai and this is Peace of Mind, your weekly podcast with yet another episode. And this week's guest is somebody who is a very dear, dear friend of mine. She's on top list of like people that I like hanging out with because we have the realest conversations. And her name is Yusra Mohsen. So, and of course, before talking to my guest, what did my voice goes? Chipmunk all of a sudden. Huge thank you goes to my partners on the show, of course, AAB World and uh, LivingQA.com. If you don't know what AAB World is, I don't know what you're doing with your life, yo. Yo, AAB is the shit, yo. Yo, if you need some camera equipment, I don't know why I turned the rapper all of a sudden. <laughs> if you need anything related to cameras, you know, photography, filmmaking, anything at all, like just even advice, just go there to their... Uh, to their uh, showrooms and just enjoy. Like I enjoy hanging out at a shop that is called the AB World. And I'm not making that statement. It's true, I go there sometimes just to hang out and speak to the people. Cause they're so knowledgeable and you can, you, you feed off the conversation, you know, so back and forth and then you tell them something and they say, oh, but did you know this? And then they make you feel bad because you don't know. So but they actually good. know what they're selling? Yeah, there's, they actually know what they're selling. So check them out, aabworld.com. Also, live in Kuwait, uh, e-news for the Kuwait expat. Uh, as you know, it's a platform. Uh, it's, not, it's not a platform. Yeah, it is a platform somehow. You can go check out news, things that are happening in Kuwait, cultural stuff, you know, and I'm so happy to be working with these people because they are the best they are so so supportive so so supportive of the local scene anything at all that they find they're willing to help with you know just publish it get it out there to their thousands of subscribers so if you haven't checked them out the link will be also in the description livingq8.com also if you haven't please like share comment subscribe guys what are you doing with your life y'all y'all also follow me on my socials y'all they'll get is it my hair that makes i don't know yeah your afro (laughs) so you know what's happening yeah like follow me y'all it's gonna be in the socials are gonna be in the description everything i mentioned today with yusra here of course will be also in the description box below so don't forget to check it out also guys these podcasts now you can download them so please don't hesitate to keep it on your phone i won't copyright uh i won't i won't sue you for copyright infringement don't worry <laughs> so download it keep it on your phone share it with your friends etc with that being said now that we got the formalities out of the way yusra yes I, look so guys right off the bat i'm gonna say this if my conversation with yusra sounds rude at some point because she's not no, a guest you're in the right place. yusra yes you you just literally this podcast i'm gonna title it this way you just walked in on two people having a conversation pretty much that's what it is because that's how we speak yusra and i to each other yes. so take it at face value we're just two great friends talking and sitting and sitting and talking actually <laughs> could be talking and sitting yeah exactly yusra tell me introduce yourself for people i don't care much about knowing you but for people I don't know. I, I don't know how to introduce myself. Yeah. That's a weird... That's, I've can, can always I? gotten stuck with that. Like yeah. when I meet people and they tell me, so tell me, what do you do? I freeze. Yeah. Because I can't put myself yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. Sorry. George just told me I have to stick my mouth to the microphone. It's really weird <laughs> staying in this position. <laughs> I'm not going to Can I introduce there. you? Yes, please. Okay. Got one title for you. Yes. Critical Thinker. Nice. That's it. That, that, that's Thank all I'm going to say about it. I and come thank to you, you for Sarah. making it seem like a good thing because most people are like, 
Jesus, Yostra, again, like you overthink. I do overthink. It's not no. always a bad thing. Yeah, no, you're not. I actually come to you for advice when, I, when I'm trying to make sense of stuff that... Because I tend to input a lot of emotion into things that I do. So right. when I feel overwhelmed by my emotional side, I tend to come to you, sir, just to go, uh, can you tell me what's the logic behind this? Just for the dots. Yeah, just to just connect just the dots. Give me, give me, yeah, give me, the, give me the links. And you're good at that. I am. You're a critical thinker. I am. And I, uh, dude, amazingly, ama- like I, I told you this, and I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I don't care about your feelings tell about me. it. Your daughter. Yes. Who's... That is the one thing that I... How I, old is she? She's six? six today. Today's her birthday. Today's her birth. Yeah, Happy birthday, Jenna. Habibti. I, I can't say it any other way. So I'm sorry if it's going to offend anybody. Actually, I'm not sorry. Don't you, be you know, sorry. She's fucking too mature for her age. She like, is. I, I look at that girl, Jenna, and I talk to her. And I feel like I'm talking to somebody who's like 22 <laughs> years old who just graduated Harvard with distinction <laughs> and he's trying to find his next portfolio for investment. You know, like that's the vibe I get. Yeah. And then I... She puts pe- you in your place. Yeah. And she puts me in my place. No, no, no. And I'm not saying that because you're here. That's I my... I tell Celeste it's fucking crazy. Like I talk to that tiny girl and through the conversation, I tend to forget like she's fucking six. Like she's been alive shorter than i've been eating like you know like way less than i've been eating on this yeah. earth so it, it can be like you passed it on like is, I think the genetics or is this something you taught her i don't know i don't know what it is see i cannot take credit for that girl it's weird because a lot of the people will one of the things that i've always been labeled in general in life is you're just different you're wacky you're out there you're you know what i mean yeah Ever since I had Jenna and people still have the same thing to say about me. They're like, you know, you've always been like a nutcase, but Jenna, she's amazing. Um, and a part of me thinks, don't you think there's a correlation between, fine, I'm a nutcase, but you say that my daughter's amazing. She's my daughter at the end of the day. Um, she's my byproduct. So. She is my byproduct. Yeah. I forget. Shoof, she always tells, she complains about me a lot. She says, mama, you're always so serious. And I am. Yeah. I, I don't know if I ever had a child in me or if I buried that child <laughs> years ago, but I am a very serious person. And yeah. I forget that she's six because she's, she talks to me like an adult. She yeah. talks to me like an adult. She puts me in my place. Yeah. And I forget that she's six years old. And That's the um, thing. That's my thing with her. Like I talk to her and after five minutes, I'm like, she's six. Like what that, the fuck? And that's really tough because I have to parent her. Yeah. And... Part of being a parent is understanding the fine line of, you know, what seems trivial to me is a big deal to her because she's six. <laughs> but it's hard to remember that a lot. Yeah, because like, I, 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 she was here last time because yeah. I'm recording. We're recording at our space, by the way. Huge shout out to them. I was, I was here, and she was here with you. Yeah, and she's I remember, here with me all the time. Yeah, and I remember I said fuck, and then I look at Jenna, and Jenna was giving me that look like. <laughs> you could have behaved better. Like I would expect that from a six-year-old. And I look, and I look at her, and I felt so out of place that I swore. Like so, I then I go, "Oh, okay, Jenna, I'm sorry." And she goes, "It's all right." I'm like, "You know what? You should have a jar, so when people swear or curse, you can come to them and they should put a coin." And she looks at me for for a good ten seconds. And I'm like, "But it's gonna be a rebuttal, you know?" And she goes, "Better yet." I think they should put paper money. Paper money, yeah. She <laughs> knows. Like, 
Dude, she's amazing. She still has that outside. Did you see it on her desk? Really? You know the desk outside in front of the elevator? That's oh, her really? desk. That's, That's her official desk. Yeah. yeah. And she keeps, because I forgot someone swore today. And she went and collected more money. Um, she knows what's, it, what's really weird about her is she knows, she knows what's adult yeah. and what's her. not. Yeah. What's you know what I mean? So she knows words like fuck and shit and gives me dirty looks when I say them, but she knows not to use them. Yeah. The other day she made me laugh. She was playing a game and she lost she was in the living room i was in the kitchen she calls out to me and she's like mom i almost said what the fuck and i'm like no i that i must have heard that wrong and i'm like what she goes i almost said what the fuck and i'm like no nope, i need to go hear it for real because it, it can't be and i stood in front of her and she goes i almost said what the fuck and i'm like jenna she's like what i said i almost said it yeah. i'm like you just said it yeah, but she's telling you that in the heat of the moment, yeah. she controlled herself. But so. she, but that's what I'm saying. So she knows. She knows all these words. I Listen, I'm not condoning this with any don't. I don't want like, oh, my God, child abuse. She's six. No, you shouldn't. I curse. I try really hard not to. But it's it's so ingrained in who I am. I've been like this since I was 14. I, I don't. I yeah. curse a lot. Yeah. It's part of my language. Yeah. I try really hard not to do it around her, but I do, and it slips. And uh, the good thing about Jenna is I can have conversations with her and be like, listen, if you do this, you're going to get in trouble. So you don't want to get in trouble, do you? And it's not nice for a little kid to use words like that. Believe yeah. me, when you're old enough, do whatever the fuck you want. Say whatever the fuck you want. But right now, it just doesn't, it's not cool. And she gets it. Sorry, I banged. No, it's all right. I wasn't supposed to bang. It's all right. Um, and she gets it. Yeah, she's smart. She's do you think, but do, do you think partially it's because of the time she spends with you? She sees how you behave, how you approach things, how you think. Because I've noticed this thing. I mean, I'm starting with Jenna because I want to segue into bigger things. But my question is because she, like you, you never speak immediately. Yeah. I notice you, you, you kind of back down. I observe. You, you observe and then you start talking. Yeah. And she does that. When I told her, like, you should collect coins, I could see her pause. But she wanted it. to say something, but she stopped herself. And she looked at me and she goes, I think people should put paper money. Because she, like, she, you know, she wants more. Yeah. So do you think she thought that? Or do you think it's just passed on? Or it's intuitive. Did, were you taught that? Or was it no. passed? No, 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 just, no, no. You were like that. I think what I did with Jenna, for me personally, was try to do the opposite yeah. of, of what I'd seen parenting to be. Not that I'm not shitting on the way my parents raised me. Yeah, or, it was different. It, it was just different. Yeah. They, they had a different awareness. They had a different understanding. Um, and I was always against the grain with my family. Like, why can't I do that? Yeah. Well, you, because you just can't. Yeah, but why? If you can't give me a good reason why, my brain almost freezes. Yeah. My brain has this thing where it needs to understand stuff. If I don't understand it, my brain will keep picking at it to try to like fill in, fill in, it. fill in the gaps of whatever doesn't make it connect until it connects. Yeah. If I can't make it connect, it'll fuck with my head. Yeah. Um, to totally get you, buddy. No. Same. Same. Yeah, like, I, know. I can't. I, I, I can't can. let it go. And people are like, you just need to stop and you need to stop worrying. I'm like, I'm not worrying I'm, I'm it's not worry that's it's why i hate that fucking movie the one with elsa what's it called missing information 
the movie Frozen. Disney movie, Frozen, because I can't let it go. <laughs> I, 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 it has to. <laughs> I can't. It has to have closure with me. Like I have to understand why. At least, okay. Or the best case scenario, why I couldn't understand it. I need to know why. Yeah. Why I couldn't understand it. Otherwise, it's gonna pick, like it's gonna keep coming back. I, I'm gonna wake up at 2 a.m. thinking, oh, but there's that thing, you know. Yeah. Like, I really my my brain my brain just won't let it go. And it's not, I can't explain it. It's not, it's, it's like almost independent yeah. of me where it just needs to plug that hole. And if it doesn't plug that hole, it'll keep looking for what piece fits. Does it amaze you that our brains called themselves brains? Our brains called themselves brains. Yeah. Isn't that super, that is like super I cool. read that, uh, I think George, uh, not George, Carl, Carl Sagan said, we are the universe experiencing your, itself. itself. We are stardust experiencing the stars, looking yeah. at the stars. We're stardust look, gazing at stars. We're stardust gazing at stars. I think, yeah. I think either idea there's a really pretty good job preserving the essence of his quote, or I just fucked up a classic quote, like something. It's something along those lines. Sorry. Yeah, like, and because uh, last week on the last episode, I was talking to Sandy from. Uh, 99.7 uh I, I see the look on your face it's i'm l- waiting it's last week for people listening i understand no no, no i know i made the see you <laughs> i made the connection i get it I'm it's smart. an hour ago for you because for i'm recording these back to back back to back and uh so we were talking about uh mental health nice and you you just I, I i was like ah, damn i wish i had a third mic i want you to on board yeah mental health so i i, I wanted like i want to talk just in general about it with you because i know it's a subject you care about a i care lot. about and that's partially what we discuss most of the time when we're sitting we always find a way to steer into that like it's a, it when you when 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 when, when your you, entire life yeah in one way or another, you've been told you're different. You're yeah. weird. You're different. You're weird. Yeah, okay, but is that a bad... Like, I'm still trying to figure out, is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? I don't understand. Why am I different? What makes me so different? What makes me so weird? I still don't know. Yeah. I know I know that it has something to do with, with the way my mind works. Um. I've always been like, you tell me I'm observant. I'm very observant to the, p- sometimes I, I see things I don't necessarily want to know. I didn't want to know that. I didn't want to know that, you know, two people were, are, are not in on good terms right now or yeah. they're fighting or whatever, but I can see that. I can feel it in the smallest, slightest, yeah. uh, whatever. I don't want to know some things you really don't want to mm. know. I, um, I like, I, I have an analogy for our brains because we tend we tend to process um, outside sensory input the same. I feel my brain is a garbage truck (laughs) because it just collects anything. You know, like eh, what is it? You don't want it? I'll take it. (laughs) You know, like oh, can 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 we take it? Yeah, of course, I'll collect it. Yeah, sometimes it's it's not even my problem, and I'm and I'm my brain is figuring out how to solve. It's not my problem. I, I tried once. Like I get in an elevator. And there's another lady standing there. Another lady, as if I'm the first one. There's a lady standing there. <laughs> there's Just me and another lady. Let me correct the verbiage <laughs> on that one. There's a lady and myself, right. a man, mm-hmm. who's very much hetero at this point, <laughs> questioning hetero. <laughs> um, Open to possibilities. 
Sorry, standing sinister. there, and I'm looking at her, and she was big. Okay. And I kept wondering, is she fat or is she pregnant? And I, I of course, I wouldn't talk to her because I don't know her. Why would I? But I was, <laughs> I was courteous. I smiled and I said hello. Right. But you know, like I, I was so like. Here's the thing. So it's one fuck up leading to the other in my brain. <laughs> of course. The first fuck up is like, uh oh, it's two people in an elevator. And it's silence. It's awkward. Fill the gap. <laughs> Fill the gap. That's what I kept hearing. Fill the gap. And there's another part of me that goes, no, don't. Come. Why? Like she, she doesn't know you. She might be scared. Because I understand women are, face a lot of challenges here. Sure. In public, especially with catcalling and all. So they want to give off the right, wrong vibe. Right. But, you know, it's like it was a battle between all these two. And then there's the third part was, should I talk? Up, should I ask her if she's pregnant? Or she might be fat. And that thought, like, haunted me for a good 10 seconds. Yusra, I swear to God, I turned around and she was gone. <laughs> like, she already had, <laughs> she left, had the left the elevator. She had left the floor. <laughs> she had left on her floor. She left the elevator. And, and then I left, got into my car. And you're still curious. And I'm still, was she pregnant or yep. was she fat? And that was just a glance that I took, look at her, that I that I glanced because I was getting into the elevator. But that was it. So that half a second was enough for my brain to go, all right, she's big, dude. Yeah. What do you make of that? Can we, you know? So it's one fuck up literally leading to the other. Yep. And that's how I feel at all times. Like my brain is a garbage truck. Do you feel the same? I feel like my brain, I don't, I don't, I always wondered if, if other people's brains work the same way, like genuinely curious. I'm genuinely None. curious. Nobody, no two brains work. No two life. brains work the same, but sometimes when I try, okay. Like now, I'm not, I'm not scripted, yeah? So shit that I say is going to be all over the place. And, but get me to write something and I can write beautifully. But that's because my, I, I sort of need time to put, the words into sentences, I feel like I've said this to you before. Once I start talking about a topic, every bit of information my brain has ever collected on that subject comes to one central point, almost like the fucking, like the opening of a megaphone. All, everything, everything comes to that one point in my brain and it all wants to come out at the same, and it all wants to come out at the same time. Funnel effect. And so I start jumping from one thing to the next and people get so frustrated talking to me because they're like, I can't follow. I'm like, motherfucker, you should be inside my head. Like they're literally, sometimes they are literally words of sentences, not in order. And I have to yeah. put the actual thought in order and then put the next thought in. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. When I, when I write uh, an article for Bazaar, I do it on a monthly place, uh, basis. Plug. There you go. Just plug that. I'm gonna leave. It's just, fine. Uh, uh, just I'm gonna leave my articles in the description box below, guys. Check them out. Uh, it's a playlist of articles, actually. Playlist. Yeah. I'll I'll lead you to the page that has all my articles. But anyway, when I sit and write, I totally understand it. I feel like the lines on the paper kind of restrain the random thinking process that I could just see a linear thinking process and I could just jolt it down and write it and come up with an article, but if you read my articles, it's kind of all over the place, but in an organized way. Like there's the sarcastic opener, then there's the 
the statement yeah. then there's the defaming of the statement then there's the validation then there's a sarcastic one and then there's the conclusion there's structure but each has its own tone its yeah. own so it's it's structurally structurally and and linguistically it's all over the place yeah i'm a nightmare i'm a nightmare I for like a for like an english like a english lit professor yeah. i remember my english lit professor in college hated me because the yeah. way i wrote i didn't follow any i don't know People, I, I have come to finally say that I am a writer. I never used to be able to call myself a writer because I've never been formally trained. And when I was, my professor was like, dude, no, you can't do this. I'm like, why not? Doesn't it get the message across? And he's like, no, but the, the, the rules. I'm like, yeah, no, fuck the rules. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say something. So I'm the person who stand, who starts a sentence with and, and because, and I use one word sentences like right after each other and run-ons and but what i am sure of is at the end of whatever it is you're reading that i wrote you you're know exactly what, what i'm trying, trying to say yeah yeah like uh, <laughs> i i love what you said because to me for example you said i don't like i start the sentence with end i do that's fucking hilarious because to me i love to see people's reaction when you do something that is so out of the textbook that they know and they memorized you know like yeah because and it still makes sense yeah and it still makes sense that people go but but it shouldn't yeah but it does and i did it and know? it's it, it's also one of the reasons why i stopped writing for any other writing my own stuff because if i send this to like an editing team yeah they're yeah. gonna butcher it Look, and it won't be the same message. They'll think it's the same message. I'm like, no, you've changed the tone. Yeah. There's, when you read something, you don't just read the words. You read the tone. Yeah, exactly. Which mm. is very frightening. Be, and it's really, that, I think that's one of the things that I've realized. Oh, I've told you this before about like communication in general. Yeah. How frightening it is that two people who think they're engaged in the, in the same conversation are actually talking about two different things. Because <laughs> your brain is thinking and making connections and making assumptions based on what you know and the other person. So you're actually, most of the time, nobody's really talking. And it, that's really scary. Yeah. Because a lot of shit falls through the cracks. People misunderstand. People think this and when it really means that. And um, I'm a words person. I love words. Yeah. I find it very amazing that just, changing the order of words can have so much power or changing the le the order of letters can carry so much power. And I don't think uh, uh, enough people respect words. Language by its own is amazing. It's just a bunch of noises said in a particular order to convey. Yeah. And the person in front of you can fucking understand what you're trying to tell them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's lit. Like that's what millennials say. That's, that's lit. lit, son. You know what? We're, well, how old are you? That we're technically 32. millennials. You're a millennial, yo. I am a millennial. I'm a millennial. Yeah. How sad is that? Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't. I'm whatever. That was I'm that was a whole big, huge part of the conversation I had with Sandy yeah? about millennials and because I don't think I'm I like don't them, know. but I don't yeah, because my my mindset my mindset is not a product of of and yours. It's not a product of of oh people my age are doing this. Let me no. do it. No, it's a product of you yeah <laughs> your, your fuck-ups your mishaps yes. your, your your parents fuck-ups your your parents mishaps mine absolutely. as well absolutely you see stuff you don't like and you actively seek to change them 
So that's that's the conversation. Or we're not. Having. Yeah, or not, exactly. <clears throat> like 90% of the population. Yeah, I tend to be very reluctant to... <laughs> like, my, my, my rules are simple, really. Like, if it's... Does it come inside my house? No, no, fuck it. <laughs> I don't care. Like, did you see that guy? He just, he just, he just vandalized a a park bench. I'm like, is it in my house? No. Okay. I think people are are in general spend so much of their energy looking at or looking to correct others or looking to see what wrong outside of themselves they can correct. Sure. Um. We're very offended by wrong that we see in the world. Sure. But are you not offended at the wrong you see within yourself? Don't you think that's a good place to start? Like, yeah. sure, I, I, I get you. That's shitty what that person is doing. But are you sure you're like pristine clean on the inside to do that? Because I bet you're not. Nobody is. Like uh, my question always, like people who are keyboard warriors, you know, like they go for hours typing this angry huge shit comment, to yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm like, really? Really, motherfucker? Like, all your bills are paid on point. Like, you have no issues. Your son is an A student, got a, got, got, got a, like, an MIT scholarship at the age of eight. Like, everything is so dandy in your life that that's the one that thing you have so left. much free time. Yep. <laughs> to, to fucking... Go go yeah. work, pay your bills. Like, what the fuck? I can't. I can't expend that kind of... I'd rather expend that energy on myself. I'm... Recently, like, I don't even know, it hasn't even been a year yet, but I decided, I was always, I always had this thing, because I was told you're so different, you're so weird, you're so different, for so long that I'm like, okay, that must be a fucked up thing, because everybody seems to not like it, and uh, they seem to not like how I am, or how, whatever. So I tried for a really long time to completely silence whatever darkness was in me yeah i'm like you're gonna choose the light you're gonna be the better person at every opportunity you're gonna let things go you're fuck gonna no. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fuck no and then it still didn't work i'm i it still didn't work and so at one point i'm like you know what i'm just gonna be the asshole that they say i am i might as well be and ever since i've made that decision to just yeah i'm sometimes an asshole i said that to sandy Louis C.K. said it in a show. Yeah. He's like, when you say the worst thing you could say, in a when you say in a situation, the worst possible thing that you could say, nothing feels better. And he's absolutely yeah. right. Like when you say the most horrible things that come to mind in the heat of the moment, not to be mean, but just to defuse the situation, nothing feels better. Like, and you were talking about people calling you weird. Yeah. But what is weird measured against? I don't know. It's what p other people do in mass. Right. I'm so, definitely not in like, mass. I've never my, been. My wife, for example, she claims that I'm a sociopath. Yeah. Because I laugh at things I shouldn't be laughing at. And like I'm desynthetized, you know? And I tell her, who said that's wrong? Like who said that that's wrong? Look, at the same guy, at the same moment, at the same time, I am the person who cries if I see an old person on the street begging for money because yeah. that's not a life for anybody. Yeah. And I do something about it. Yeah. I, I'm not tooting my own horn. No, no, no. But I do something. Yeah. But guess what? If I did something good, <laughs> I I surely going to tell the story in a different way where it's a joke because it's still funny. 
Like that's what people don't understand. Being sensitive to a situation does not take away the funny from it. No. Because no, most people, how can you laugh at that? I'm like, it's horrible, but it's fucking hilarious. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? A kid falling and busting his tooth open. It's fucking horrible. You He's in pain. It, yeah, sure. You I'll take him funny. to the doctor myself. If his parents, his parents can afford to take him to a doctor to get him fixed. But you'll laugh I'll take the way him. there. But I'll fucking laugh my ass off. <laughs> like all the way there. After I drop him, I'll give him my phone number. I'll just keep in touch. We're family now, etc. And I'll keep telling the story and laughing my ass off every time. Yeah. That's an issue I face with people who don't understand me. People say, oh, but you're too desensitized. No, I'm not. I'm just, dude, everything is funny. That's, that's what people don't understand. We take shit too serious. I, I, I am one of those people that takes everything very seriously. Yeah, but you but laugh. I get, but I get the people who laugh. I, I get the people who laugh because what I get is that we... Look, just do to rectify because I me. thought you understood me wrong. No, tell me. The processing mechanism. Yes. You, you, you process serious, but then you laugh at it. I can. It'll, it, I'll feel bad. Yeah. Like, listen, Louis C.K., I love him. Yeah. Y- like you said, it, he's so over the top wrong that you can't not right. laugh. You yeah, know what I mean? That's right. Like, you just can't. Like, what's his face? I just saw Humanity. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Like, Dude. he's so wrong sometimes that, but I bet you he's, he's saying out loud what a lot of people think and, and are too afraid Come to on, say. Come on, the Bruce Jenner joke. Kept saying I love that over one. and over. I love that one. Bruce, because that's his name before. Because <laughs> that's Killed who me. he was before. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that that uh, the more I don't I don't know. I don't. You know. process things. I so process things differently. I have demons that I'm that I'm. People call them demons. I don't know what the fuck you want to call them. Oh, I just call these delicious chocolatey like feelings. things, like yeah, things that that occupy my emotion. I'm a very sensitive person, like ridiculous. It gets on my nerves. People are like again, you're so sensitive. Don't be so sensitive. I'm like motherfucker. Don't you think if I knew how to turn this shit off, I would have? It's not fun for me. The only thing, if I could just step above, like just past your corpse and keep walking without stopping there and trying to help you, I would be happier. Speaking of corpses, though, that's the kind of thing like I have. I'm I'm a person of extremes. Yeah. So I'm extremely sensitive and loving. And then there's that very nice, soft place. But then I have the part of me where I have genuinely, genuinely you know that scene in American History X where he breaks the kid's jaw on the pavement with his foot? I've never seen that movie. Okay. It's a beautiful movie. I know. I've heard so much about it. Oh, I may have ruined it for you. I'm sorry. But no. like he literally puts a kid's open mouth onto the edge of the pavement and just steps on his head. And I have fantasized doing that to specific people. I genuinely, I it makes me feel good to, th- yes, I want to fucking do that to you. But that's also me. Yeah. That also exists inside me. Yeah. And when I was fighting that part of me and like, no, 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 because good people don't, whatever the fuck, I lost myself. Yeah. I lost myself. I wasn't allowing myself to experience negative emotions. Let me get a piece of your mind Tell me. on... on on this thing, because I had this conversation with Claire, a friend of mine, okay. one of my also close friends. You know her, Claire, Claire Hayden, living Kuwait. Ah, okay. I was telling her 
that there is no raw emotions, nothing. Everything is, is politically enhanced. Like, oh, that is, I love you. That is so political. The one emotion that is truly raw, that is truly true to itself, that really brings out you as a human is hate. And all the other emotions are derivatives of that emotion. Love is hate masquerading in the, in the form of hating things that you don't like about yourself that you find in another person. So you love them nice. because you hate yourself. Like I, I hated how I behaved. I hated who I was. So I found somebody who I can love things about that I hated about myself. Also, I, I looked for things in Celeste yeah. that I hated in other people. So when I was when I was building up the criteria of the w- woman I want to be with for the rest of my like the five six years I have left, <laughs> I literally thought I hate that about that girlfriend. I hated that about that girlfriend, and I want a person who doesn't have those. Right. So again, my criteria for loving Celeste was generated from hating others. When you say hate, yeah. like I hated that, and people all often. I had this issue before where people tell me, oh, hate is such a strong word. <laughs> no, no, you are still trying to make it gentle. It's hate. Yeah. Oh, just, just say dislike. No, it's hate and you're trying to mask it. So which proves my point. Like hate, you hate the fact that I use the word hate right. and you want me to use something gentler. So yes. you want me to use dislike. So again, you're proving it's an oxymoron or, or a conundrum or whatever. What, what do you call it? When something proves itself wrong and right at the same time. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so so it's don't use hate. Why? Because you hated the fact <laughs> that I used the word hate. It is hate. Hate is the rawest emotion. But and you I, know, I actually have a theory on hate. What? My theory is that hate is based on fear. True. So that you bring it back down a notch and actually what what makes you hate and what makes you angry and what makes you all these things is fear. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's call it the passive agent. Yeah, of that emotion. Fear, because fear is you keep it to yourself sometimes. Hate is what you outward the emotion with. It's the vehicle. Think about the people you get angry at. Like, if you try to find the root cause of it, is it, it stems from fear. Like, when an asshole cuts me off on the road and I almost die, that's because, motherfucker, I almost yeah. died. I don't want to die. That's a fear. Yeah. And so it makes me angry at that person. Who the fuck do you think you are? It's my life. Go fucking kill yourself. Don't kill me. Yeah? Yeah, true. I don't sure. know. I think... And, so and uh, hate is the vehicle. Hate, yeah, I think so. And and it, it became even more apparent to me when I became a parent. Ha! Huh, did you yeah, see that? Yeah. A parent and a parent. Yeah. I love that. About wow! Myself. You just you're <laughs> I so blew your mind. Like, like my like my Filipina friend would say, "You're so pani." I'm so pani. Um, okay. Get it? Because it's funny and pani. Oh from no pan. way! Dude. It's pumped to that. Okay. Knuckle touch. Just go on, go so just when go. I became knuckle a touch, parent, knuckle, knuckle touch. touch. No, yes. That uh, sounds so like. <laughs> I don't know, like it, like they shouldn't be naked. Anyway, um, when and I started realizing, like my dad, my dad had a was very angry, yeah. yelled a lot. There was a lot of yelling and screaming and anger. And you're like, why? 
And as it continued to happen into my adulthood, when I was now a mom, every time my dad would flip out would be times where he's genuine. Like if you dig deep, he's worried. Yeah. He's worried about me. He's worried about my kid. He's worried. He's worried. And it turns him into this person who yells and screams because he's so scared. Yeah. And that was the first time where I'm like, huh, anger. Yeah. Scared. Yeah. Fathers. Fathers. Yeah. But again, hate is the yes. vehicle. Hate, hate is hate what is it comes out with. Yeah. Like, you know, and that, that was a conversation. And she kept disagreeing with me. And she kept I'm saying, not. Yeah. Oh, mm. But uh, that, that's my point. You but know. Th- that's why hate is G- so give powerful. Give me any emotion. I'll link it back to hate. I know. But that's why hate is so powerful. Yeah. I think hate or, or negative emotions. Be- that's another thing. Yeah. I always say the pursuit of happiness will leave you miserable. We are so focused on being happy all the motherfucking time. It's you're going to drive yourself crazy and you're going to be miserable because you're never going to be able to ha- to be happy all the time. It's just. You have other emotions, you have sadness, you have all these other things. And we've become a society that's so hung up on doing what makes you happy, do what makes you happy as long as it makes you happy. <laughs> Motherfucker, happiness is very short lived. Yeah, plus, plus to me, being sad makes me happy. So, <laughs> but not a lot of like a lot of people would be like, just, just, you know, get yourself out of that mood. No, when I'm in a shitty place, and that's one of the things that people don't like about me. When I'm in a shitty place, you're lo- you're the same way. Yeah, I'm in a shitty place. Nobody no, can touch I, me. Nobody can talk to me. Nobody can come near I me. I allow myself, and you do the same because you know, at the end of that, you're gonna come up with something different. You're gonna change something. Yes, you're gonna produce something. Look, if you wanna take it, measure it, weigh it against your life. Okay, I'm gonna come out as a different person, or it could be as simple uh, as I'm gonna paint a new painting out of this. So at both ends, you're winning. So yeah, that's why we allow ourselves to process that. And Every go single time it. I've allowed myself to feel miserable. Yeah. Just be with it, sit with it. Yeah, have that feeling. It's okay. It's okay. It'll yeah. nothing. Nothing is permanent. No, the happiness, or the sadness. None. Of, none of it is permanent. No, because we sadly the conversation nowadays has become like, oh, the, the do be happy, blah 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 blah. blah. this is snowflaking like this is creating snowflakes gentle tender fragile snowflakes and the world like unpopular opinion i know it's not related but you you, you'll make the link you'll understand what i'm trying to get at when people go bullying is wrong we should do something about bullying yes it is fuck yeah I'm behind you a thousand percent. Yeah. Like I'll punch the kid in the nutsack just, just, just be- if he bullies somebody. Yeah. But here's the thing: we are so keen on protecting our kids or the, the new generation that we don't even notice that by the same, b- under the same effect, we're creating a b- bunch of you know snowflakes, fragile people that yeah. that can take a bit of abuse. I'm not saying you should take the abuse, but right. you should develop yourself enough and and, uh, again again just so don't people don't misunderstand this Uh, bullying is wrong of course that bullying is wrong but But you can't stop like it doesn't only the conversation isn't with the bullier or the the person doing the bullying it's also with the kid teach your kid how to stand up for themselves teach your kid yes there are certain things that the kid cannot handle yes i'll I'll walk in and punch the guy, uh, guy but give your kids some sort of immunity of course you know, just give the kids. Otherwise, some you're crippling them. 
Yeah, they are. The, the whole this whole generation is crippled. They go to work on the first day after they graduate from college, and the boss goes, "What is this? This is an email. Write me a new one." And they go home and they cry and they quit. I'm like, "Oh my god, uh, uh, the the yeah. they can't believe." Like yeah. you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Allow you allow your kids to go through abuse and teach yeah. them how to process it, how to emerge out of it on the other end. And if it's extreme, fuck yeah, by all means, intervene, punch the kid, t- go talk to his parents, whatever. Do whatever you're doing now. Yeah. But don't let this be your first line of defense. The first line of defense should be the kid himself. Yeah. And that's the I'm tying it up to what you said about, you know, gentle gentle yeah being yeah oh my yep, god yep, no yep. like i don't i don't uh, i tell this to jenna all the time my job is not to m- always make you happy yeah my job is to, to do what's right for you to prepare you for one day going out into this world and doing it on your own the way i'm doing it on my own yeah and that means that there will be times where i'm gonna do stuff and say stuff and allow you and not allow you to do things that's not gonna make you happy and that's not my job my job is not to make you happy if it happens by default amazing my job is to raise you and i'm i'm one of the i'm a parent who like if a kid bullies my daughter i will forget that he's seven and i will like in my mind Again, imagine things that I wanted to do. Other Louis C.K., you've heard him say about <laughs> the kid who. But I have to. I I hold like I drop I drop Jenna off every day at school, and so I see her interact with kids. And there's kids of all ages, and there's boys, and they're at that weird age where you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And I've had to sit back and watch her get bullied, but I I'm not going to intervene. Everybody's gonna be like, "Aren't you gonna say something?" I'm like, no. Yeah. Because if I say something, then she's always going to be looking for me to to help her out of a situation. I can't be right now. Fine. She's five. I'm usually with her wherever she is or six. I'm usually with her wherever she is. But there will come a time when I'm not going to be there and I cannot be everywhere she is to help her whatever. Decimate problems. And she's going to need to figure it out on her own. So I tell her what I need to tell her. But you know, you go handle it. Yeah, and again, much like adults, you try to handle things on your own, and when you cannot, you ask for people's help. Like exactly. Whether at work or or personal or depression or whatever, you try to handle things on your own when you can't. Uh, yeah. Should sh- same should be for your kids. Yep. You should teach them to handle this. The first line of defense should be them. That's yep. all I'm trying to say. Always. You know, stop stop creating kids who get offended at everything you know you you know i ne- don't get offended and you know that about me yeah. and you i think you've tested that theory <laughs> so many times the one thing that offends me is the word i'm offended like fuck you your emotions don't mean anything like your offend offend is taken not given right uh, so. that's what people don't understand you know you could tell somebody yeah, good morning yeah. and they'll be offended like literally like for example if i see a lady down the street with her brother and I was just being courteous and I tell them both good morning he's gonna be probably offended because I looked at his sister because <laughs> his culture is different than mine which is fine I'm not saying that yeah, but yeah. that doesn't make me at fault that doesn't put him at fault it's it just two different languages clashing where where did I where did I see that where it, it's okay to hear or say something that you don't like and not react yeah it's so very okay. Yeah. Don't like, I'm not tell, I'm not even telling you to like within yourself, not be offended, be offended. Like within yourself, go ahead. Yeah, be offended. Exactly, exactly. Let it bother you. Let yeah. it not sit well with you. It's fine. But you don't have like, boom, like 
You don't have to make it a point to point out every single time something offends you. Every because th- everything is offensive if you break it down enough. Yeah. Really, everything is offensive. Dude, of if you course, break it down breathing enough. is offensive. Are you taking from the flowers the the oxygen? Yeah. You know, you're probably offending some vegan sitting on a tree. K i s s i n g. Um, that's you have to follow it with K-I-S-S-I-N-G yeah my daughter does that with like weird people I'm like I don't think you understand the song yet yeah you sit down yes you realize we've been talking we, we, we're done oh my god is it an hour already yeah almost Jesus. it's 40 uh, my episodes are 45 minutes mental health bad man. friend what your bad friend Why my episodes I? are 45 minutes not an hour you said an hour earlier no, I listen to your podcast. I really do. All right, I, I know. really genuinely I know, I know do. do. I know, I know. Now you're on it. Now you I know what's messed up. What? Like, okay. What number am I? Let's leave. I have a thing with numbers. You're. Wait. So seven was yesterday. Uh, eight was. I missed my eight mark. Wait, eight, nine. You're ten. Ten. I'll take ten. Yeah, ten is a whole number. Ten is a. It's whole messy. I like ten. It's messy, the player, not messy as in a mess. Oh, I don't, I, yeah. I don't know shit about that. Let's leave people with that thought, Yusra. Yes. You are here now. Yes. In this moment that we're recording it. Uh huh. What would you say to Yusra, listening to the podcast right now? <laughs> That's messed up. Your voice really does fucking sound weird when it's not in your head. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm going to tell myself. Because that's the only thing I'm going to be thinking as I listen to it. Be like, Jesus, is that what I sound like? Last thing I want to ask from you. Tell me. Where can people read your stuff? Oh. You have a blog. I kind of it? do. I kind of don't. Um, projectile thinking is what I came up with for a name for the blog. And then I'm not tech savvy. I'm like, I'm, I'm like the equivalent of grandpa when he didn't know how to work the microwave. I'm like that with like blogs and and websites and Jesus. But I mean, you publish so people can go at least read your old stuff. Read my old stuff. Right now it's on Instagram, um, but it's it's not user friendly in in that one one post is like in four or five. The value is in the world. But yeah, if if you're curious to know more about what the fuck goes on inside my head, check out projectile thinking. Literally, sometimes she posts some quotes. I'm like, where the fuck were you when you came up with that? Oh, those have been fun. Like on my on my normal Instagram yeah, doing the, just those, the Insta story little one-liners. Those one-liners, I'm like, where the fuck were you? Like, were you in a pipe like, somewhere? Just, I love it. Because it's so weird, but it's so true at the same time. I love it. And I it's going it. to be in the description box below, guys. So you can check out her Instagram, give her a follow, uh, just for... for Shits uh, and giggles. No, b- <laughs> but also I will call it literary orgasms. Are they? Thank you. Yeah. They are. They're very well written and very well uh, presented. Thank so you. Give it a follow, guys. With that, Yusra, thank you so much. Thank you, Why George. am I thanking you? I see you every day. I don't know. Just Because okay, it's courteous. Yeah, courteous. So I that I don't get offended. People think it's a format, you know, <laughs> like, oh, he thanks his guests at every point. Yeah, Yusra is like, Fuck you, George. Really You're taking me home anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I am. After this. Dude, what, is, what the fuck is this shit? Like, see? I, anyway, guys, this was... Uh, no, before ending it, what, what the fuck? I, I see I have a process. Tell so, guys, this was uh, another episode, of course. 
of peace of mind with Yusra Mohsen here today with me. She's my special friend and now she's also your better friend. So I hope you enjoyed everything we discussed with Yusra. Also, guys, don't forget to share, like, follow, comment, blah, 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 blah. Drop me an email, blah, blah, blah. Follow me on social media, blah, blah, blah. All of this will be in the description box below. Also, you can find everything we discussed, Yusra and I, her blog, her social medias, you can find it there as well. A huge thank you goes to my partners on the show. I'm swearing, swerving left and right on yeah. the mic. I like that effect. Also, a huge thank you to my partners Sounds on the like show, uh, uh, AAB World and Living Kuwait. Wow, that's getting annoying, annoying quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Living Kuwait, check them out, guys, in the description box below. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Seriously, guys, without you, I wouldn't be doing this. No, I am. I'm doing it yeah, now. Still do it, you. Yeah, it but I mean, your support really means the world to me and I appreciate it. Even you, who probably is driving now and thinking, me? Yes. Yes. You. you. So with that, guys, this was another episode of Peace of Mind, your weekly Sunday podcast. The podcast where we say stuff. Thank you, George. You're welcome. See, you just ruined my motto. I'm sorry. So it's the podcast <laughs> where we say stuff about things. <laughs>